my loves and welcome to love this bitch the self-compassion and self-coaching podcast i'm your host lisa the life coach and today i'm going to follow up on what i actually just recorded but you probably just heard last week where i talked about how i got to have my my epic rest day all planned out and how it made me have a great weekend better than i've had in a long time and how i was able to be excited about being able to take a nap and not have any guilt. (laughs) So we talked last week about, you know, accepting things so that we get rid of resistance or so that we don't create resistance. And that will allow us to see the situation and change, make change. So that's a very important episode. And it's especially important to notice one way that a lot of people resist things is with thought work. (laughs) I know a lot of people, you know, will try to have like positive sayings and affirmations, which are good. And in some cases, if you've worked up to them and you believe them, they're great. But if you're trying to use it to quash how you're feeling and not deal with something, not so good. But what you want to know, I think today is how I can have this epic rest day and have a nap and not think about all the stuff that I have to do that I should be doing or that I'm lazy, worthless, unproductive, right? I'm going to lay down and have a nap and I'm not going to lose any value whatsoever and nothing's going to fall apart and things are going to still get done. And actually, you know, things that I've invested time and money in setting up and working on, those things are actually going to be working for me while I'm napping and things are going to be getting done. So I'm not even missing out on any opportunities with my eyes closed in the daytime. Isn't that amazing? Wouldn't you like to feel that? I I know you would because it took me so long to get here. And since it was a, a long process of working with myself, coaching myself and working with other coaches. Again, I like to remind you that I am here for you. If you are ready to, you know, have less stress and more success in your life, if you want to overcome your anxiety and start achieving your goals or take the things you have achieved to the next level without feeling like you're going constantly going and can't ever stop or take a break, you know, overcoming that anxiety the perfectionism, the imposter syndrome. These are the things that I do and I love to do (laughs) because of my own experiences with them and the things that I've learned from coaching. And I would love to work with you if those are things that you're struggling with. So um, if you're interested, please reach out. Let's do this. You know, let's help you have a life that you love and you're also able to accomplish things and enjoy those accomplishments. So that's what I do as a coach. If you're interested, hit the link for the free console and we'll talk more about that. But back to the topic at hand, how to have a restful day and love it. So, you know, first it did start with acceptance and understanding of, you know, where I was and how I thought and felt about things. So I had to identify thoughts like I'd rather be sleeping than doing 
other things, <laughs> right? And I had to accept that that thought existed and that part of me believed it or it wouldn't be causing me so much frustration that, you know, I was looking at my weekend as I have a million things to do, but I just want to sleep and I have to choose, I have to sacrifice and it's frustrating. That was the story. And all that was because I wasn't able to accept where I was at (laughs) so that I could, you know, work on what is really going on here? What am I really thinking? You know, instead, I wanted to beat myself up about how lazy I was. So I definitely had that belief that if I was resting, even if I was tired, even though I have physical conditions that (laughs) cause fatigue um, for me that I struggle with and that I've struggled with for years, even with all that, I was just absolutely lazy if I took a break if I rested all weekend. So a lot of times in my life, I was resting all weekend and it didn't make a difference. (laughs) I wasn't feeling more rested when the weekend was over. So, you know, I know on the outside, it's like, oh, Lisa's napping away her weekend must be nice. But on the inside, I, I just was still struggling. I was still exhausted and I was still like, oh my gosh. And now next weekend, you just have to do twice as much. And so I was creating that resistance so that the rest that I was getting was not restful for me and it wasn't helpful. So I had to work on looking at the ego and the identity situation that I was creating where, you know, on one hand, I'm this person who's lazy and only wants to sleep on the weekends, but I should be a person who is productive and gets things done on their business and even spending more time with with family and doing things around the house, right? The laundry. The laundry is a big one for my clients. Almost not every, but at least half, if not 75 to 85% of my clients struggle with laundry. Um, Yep, it's true. In coaching, we don't always work on big, huge life goals. Sometimes we resolve our issues with the laundry. Um, But so on one hand, I should be that person because, you know, I am home all weekend. I could clean up. I could make my house perfect and so much better for, for my family. But here I am, and I'm actually this lazy, horrible person who is selfish and can't get their stuff together. Major, major ego identity situation. This is who I am. This is who I should be. And that's for me from a paralysis standpoint. And I know many of you perfectionists, you do spend your whole weekend cleaning and not resting, but you're still in the same boat because at the end of the weekend, you're still exhausted and you still don't think that anything's been done, right? Like maybe you cleaned some part of the house, but you could have cleaned it better. Or there's still the bonus room, the garage, you know, there's still 10 other projects that you didn't get to that you'll just have to do during the week at night, stay up later, or next weekend, you'll have to get up earlier, right? You didn't, you you didn't accomplish anything more with your busy weekend than I did with my napping weekend, because we don't feel like anything was accomplished. (laughs) Either way, I'm not more rested, and you don't have less things on your to-do list. So it's just opposite sides of the same coin of that belief that things have to be perfect, or it's never good enough, I'm never good enough. And that's what is kind of fueling those actions or inactions. So for me, I had to work on that resistance and that whole 
argument and story that I was telling every single weekend, you know, that it was this big choice between, and this is that perfectionist all or nothing thinking, it was this big choice between a restful weekend or a super productive weekend. (laughs) There's no moderate weekend, right? That's that's not going to be enough of anything because that was the next step which was to try and do, you know, well, I'll schedule my work and then I'll schedule my nap, which didn't work for me either because I still had the thoughts, right? I didn't work on the thoughts. So I was still like, well, but it's not enough nap. I'm still going to be tired. I still have to wake up at a certain time to do stuff or either I have to wake up to go do stuff or I have to wake up for family time or I'm still going to have to wake up. I'm not going to get enough rest. It's not going to help. What's the point, (laughs) right? If I can't just epically rest and feel rested there's no point but if I can't do all the things there's no point in doing anything so it's that kind of all or nothing thinking that was still making it an issue for me when I was like well I'll just schedule some productive things and a nap that's actually a great solution right but I still had the thought that I'm lazy and also that I prefer to sleep than to do anything else and that that is true, which it's not, and that it's a horrible, horrible thing about me. So I had to work <laughs> through that process, you know, going for the all, from the all or nothing and then to the, the hybrid until finally looking at the thoughts and realizing just the resistance to making time and planning and wanting and having a rest day. So that's what I started working towards while also working on those thoughts. Like, it's not true that I would rather sleep than do anything. (laughs) I'm really tired and I have, you know, I do struggle with fatigue. So I just want to take care of myself. But I also have things that I want to accomplish. And I can do both of those. And it's not all or nothing, right? I had to work on those thoughts. And also realizing that taking a break or resting definitely does not mean that you're lazy. I had a client once tell me that she told me something that she did to take a break during the day with her kids. And it was amazing. I was like, wow, that's great. That's a great little break for you and your kids. It's fantastic. And then she was like, well, no, I'm just trying to be lazy for five minutes. (laughs) So she had incorporated this excellent tool for herself and her kids to have this little um, compassion break every day. And it was fantastic. And she still wasn't able to see that, which means she wasn't getting the full benefit of those breaks. Because it was there was still that thought there that, oh, I'm just being lazy. And, you know, I hate to break it to you, especially my go, go, go perfectionist. But it's not possible to be lazy for five minutes. (laughs) Yes, I do realize that you could probably accomplish a lot in five minutes. But you could also just keep burning yourself down and not accomplish anything. Um, but you're not going to be lazy. <laughs> you, you can have a productive five minutes, you can have a restful five minutes, you, you can't have a lazy five minutes. It's just not a thing. I'm sorry. <laughs> and if it's something that you're worried about, that you're lazy, that's a good indicator that you are not because it wouldn't really be something that you would be worried about. But I was um, because I've always, ever since I was a baby, just slept a lot. And then, you know, in my adult life, I've struggled with fatigue. So that 
adds to it. And then I have certain medications that make me tired. So it's been a struggle for me, again, working on that, where I have this idea and these thoughts and this negative narrative about who I am versus who I should be. So, you know, starting to accept that I am a person who enjoys rest. I'm not a type A, go, go, go perfectionist. I do enjoy naps. And I also enjoy, you know, being outdoors and hiking and canoeing and working on my business and my podcast and spending time with my partner, my dog, hiking and swimming and all those kind of things. I enjoy TV. I enjoy coloring and texting my niece on my phone. There's a lot of things that I enjoy doing, and they're all very active. And I also enjoy naps. And I also have a full-time job and my own business and two podcasts. And I take naps. (laughs) So I was having those negative narratives and comparing myself to people in my mind, imaginary people who I guess never take naps, because I know so many people who are like, you know, I don't have time for naps. I, I don't, you know, I don't do naps. Who, who could do that with all the stuff to do? And, you know, you can see how it's a perfectionist thing for me because I do hike. I do canoe. <laughs> I, I do have TV shows that I watch. I work out five times a week. I, I do two podcasts. <laughs> I go to work. 50 hours a week and I have my own business and I coach clients. I meditate daily (laughs) and I walk. Like I said, I lift weights four or five times a week. I do a lot of a lot of things that people would like to do (laughs) in their regular consistently in their lives. And I still find time for naps. And that's because I'm not because I'm a lazy person. Right. I worked on that to let that go. It's because I like naps. Also, I'm tired. (laughs) I'm physically tired at this level. Like if someone else is not physically tired, great. Good for you. Go and do something. Why would you rest if you're wide awake? Me, not so much. I'm tired. I can rest. And allowing that is what, you know, and learning that is part of what created this, this weekend for me because I was able to not feel guilty and not have this whole story about what it meant about me and who I was and what I was going to accomplish if I rested. And that's one of the great things about accepting and letting go of your resistance to things is how sometimes, sometimes it takes a lot of work and time. Like this actually took a long time for me to get there. But when I got there, it like it let go and I could feel it. And I was like, well, I do have this planned. It's definitely going to happen. It's going to be an epic nap. So I, I can do this, this bit of laundry real quick beforehand. I, I've got plenty of time. Like all of a sudden, there was so much more time in my day. My day didn't actually change, right? There was no, no hours were given to me, but I was able to see the time. When it was a do something I didn't want to do versus what I really wanted to do and who that made me and what that meant about me when it was this epic issue about my identity and my worth and who I was as a person, all of that and, you know, whether or not I was going to be successful and accomplish my goals and adding all that to it, then, yeah, the weekend seemed so small. The weekend and the time, it seemed so fleeting and so small. But as soon as I worked through that and working through those thoughts and seeing, you know, what I really wanted, what my priorities were, and that 
<laughs> this didn't mean that I was going to be unsuccessful or that I was a bad person. You know, once I worked through all those stories, I was like, oh, well, there's time. <laughs> there's time to do multiple things here that I didn't see before. So that's one of the great things about that. And, you know, I, I talk with people about the laundry issue on that. Sometimes I've had it in my life and in clients' lives. As soon as you're like, okay, I'm not going to do that laundry. It can just sit there. I'm okay with that. Once you actually believe that, if you just say that to yourself, you're not there. It's not going to work. But the minute you actually believe that and you're like, whew, all right, I don't have to do this laundry. Then you're like, well, but I mean, I am sitting here. I could just do some of it real quick. <laughs> and you do it. And it's a totally different experience. Um, and it's because you worked through that resistance and those negative narratives about what it means about you as a person if you have the laundry done or not. And while that may seem small as an example, you know, you can see for me, mine was much larger because being able to balance your weekend and not come out of your weekend exhausted and having this whole negative narrative about what a waste it was and what a horrible person you are, that's going to make huge changes in your life. And that spaciousness that you're going to find and that time that you're going to start seeing from something like that is going to help with actual productivity and accomplishing your goals and knowing, you know, what it is you want and how to move forward. Those things will be more clear to you when you're not stuck <laughs> struggling with, you know, making your whole identity and self-worth about these little things that you choose to do or not do each day. And I know that's a very kind of high-level overview, but I think, you know, if you see areas in your life where that's happening, where you are not able to take the actions that you want and you're frustrated and you're like, I do want to take these actions. I do want to do these things. You know, I want to start this business. I want to exercise. I want to eat a certain diet. I want to do the laundry. I want to keep the house clean, but I can't and I'm frustrated and I'm not doing it and I don't know why or there must be something wrong with me. I'm a terrible person. You know, it's just got to be that I'm completely worthless or I would be doing these things because I do want to do them. <laughs> if that sounds like you in, in any situation towards any goal that you have, please feel free to reach out to me so we can discuss how to apply the things that I've talked about today and, you know, the things that I've learned through my coaching certification and working with coaches um, on how to actually process those thoughts and make changes and see the blocks that you're having, why you're having them, and how you can have that self-compassion for yourself and coach yourself. Well, when you're working with me, I'll coach you through it, but also you can learn to coach yourself in the future so that you can work through these issues and overcome them and feel better and be happy and enjoy your life more. And that's another great thing about working with a coach is it helps you accelerate and apply these things to your life and see change. But it also teaches you, you know, how to apply that on your own so that you constantly for the rest of your life have these tools to help you when you're struggling with, you know, a situation that's that's causing that your thoughts are creating anxiety, pain, suffering, 
analysis, paralysis, shame, blame, guilt, all those negative emotions that we struggle with as humans. But when you're getting stuck in those and they're constant for you, you'll know the process and the ways to work through that. And that is life changing and amazing, which is why I became a coach. So I could help people do that the way I was helped. So I hope you got lots of value out of today's episode. And, you know, if it leads to a breakthrough for you, an epic nap or, you know, breaking through and finally accomplishing something like finding a workout that you love and you'll do regularly because it doesn't mean anything about who you are as a person. It's something you enjoy and want to do for your body. All right. If you're able to get to some place like that, please send me an email. I'd love to hear all about it. If those are kind of things that you're struggling with, like I said, if there's any goal that you're being held back from by these stories about who you are and you just can't figure out why you're not taking the action that you want to take and it must mean something horrible about you and you'll never reach your goal. (laughs) If you're having any kind of thoughts like that, please reach out to me because that's no way. It's no way to live. Um, You deserve to enjoy your life and achieve your goals. And I would love to help you with that. So I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Do what makes you happy today. I know I am. And I look forward to next time. 